Welcome, elite creeps. Hey. So. Can you guys hear that? It's my video game. I got Animal Crossing. Love it. Now, when I go home, I'm just like, instead of being like, I just want to lay down for a minute. I'm like, I just want to play Animal Crossing and then close my eyes for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so we had the last two weeks off. Yeah. I mean, I have, I am on an eternal holiday anyway. But we were on vacation in Florida. I'm assuming if you're watching on here, you've watched our vlogs too. We're assuming you like us that much. I think it's a safe assumption. We're basically just making like family home movie style videos and uploading them to our other YouTube. So if you've been watching that, you're aware that we have been away. We were in Florida for a week and then we came back and then Dulce was off for a week. So and it was Dulce's birthday. So we've gotten nice new things. And we'll say bought herself a switch. You got Animal Crossing. Yep. That's the game that you've spent most time on so far. We got Mario Kart, which I'm actually having a great time with. Chicken police. Not my thing. I'm almost done with it. I just need to finish it already. Yeah. Like do the last bit and then we can sell it. Like back to or trade it in for something. Yeah, yeah. We got Luigi's Mansion, which I we thoroughly still, am enjoying. We still need to play that together. Yeah, I have played it up as far as the point where we can now have two players. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I stopped right there and I was like, no, I'm not playing any further. And Isaac, our nephew, was like, oh, come on. Like, I really want to play. And I was like, no, I'm not doing it without your dear, without your auntie here. Um, so he was bitterly disappointed. It's called loyalty, folks. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so now we're back. We're going to get caught up on all of our extra shit mm. and our regular episodes, right? Word. So, yes, if you're watching this, enjoy. Today, we're going to be talking about the city of Loveland. In Ohio. Okay. I don't know anything about it. Neither do I. But the population is around 14,000, and it seems like a nice enough part of the world. I could be wrong. I don't know. You don't know anything about it? No. I know that it has around 14,000 people. How are you going to talk about it then? Well, a a particular incident or thing from there. So, our episode starts with three slight variations of an original story. Okay, dating back to May of 1955. Okay. A, a businessman or traveling salesman, salesperson. Jim Jones. Yeah, selling monkeys door to door. No, he wasn't. <laughs> um, but this person was making his way down a quiet road sometime after midnight in the city of Loveland, or the outskirts, right? Some sources say 3.30, which in that variation of the story... Seems to be like a strong point, but it makes no difference. And, you know, it's whatever. Either way, it was late at night. It was dark and he was on his own. The exact location is also up for debate. And like I said, I don't know anything about the city or the town. But there are supposed to be a lot of bridges all around, like going back and forth over the little Miami River, which we've spoken about on other cases, like murder stories and stuff like that. The little Miami River. Anyway, it's a big old river, bridges all over the place. And it was by one of these poorly lit bridges that our driver spotted them. Three figures 
standing three to four feet tall, upright on their hind legs. They had leathery skin, no hair, and their faces were the faces of frogs. Literally, in my like, I picture the little old-fashioned drawing of the frog in like the suit, but um, it says nothing about him them wearing clothes. I think they were just upright standing frogs. Michigan J Frog. That's what you're talking that, about. I don't even know, but the one that sings. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> His name is Michigan J Frog. So good. <laughs> so good. Like, get your shit straight. <laughs> but. Yeah, so I don't think they were fucking clothed or anything like that. Just regular old frogs, except standing on their hind legs. Weird. I imagine, like, because you said they're leathery, so I just imagine, like, they look like frog jerky or something. <laughs> or just greasers. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, dressed up like the Fonz. Oh, it is yeah. 1955. Like, completely in brown leather. <laughs> oh, brown leather. <laughs> uh, in my head, they're Got wearing that Florida tan going on. <laughs> Also, it said that their hands and feet were completely webbed. Now, how did the man get so much detail? According to one story, he actually pulled over on the side of the road. He was in complete and utter shock. He pulls over just to look at these strange frog creatures and managed to sit there unnoticed for three entire minutes. That's a long time for... So what were they doing? They were just standing there, hanging out? He said that they... Shooting the shit? Yeah, basically, yeah. He said that they seemed to just be having a regular conversation. Oh, they were talking yeah. to each other. Just having a chat, yeah. Okay. Just three frog lads. On the side of the road. This, again, in each variation of the story, one says they were on the bridge. One says that they were under the bridge. If they were under the bridge, I'm not sure how he saw them. Yeah. And the other said just the side of the road. That makes more sense. Yeah. So, I mean, if they were under the bridge. <laughs> we're talking about. Frogmen. Frogs. And yeah, like, hey, yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> we are here to bring you the facts. But uh, I, was, I was like, maybe he was driving towards the bridge and saw them like to the side underneath. Yeah. You know Anything's what I mean? possible. Anything. Either way, they were all standing there having a regular conversation, talking he, about frog things. I don't know. Oh, he didn't hear what they were saying. Maybe they were talking about ribbed condoms. Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, I'm going to have to edit that out. That was fucking awful. <laughs> I was literally trying to think of what is ribbit. Like, um, what is ribbit? But then suddenly, one of them pulls out a metal cylinder or wand, held it over his head, and fired a spray of sparks, startling the observer into fleeing the scene. That's how all the versions of the story end. Obviously, the frogs notice this guy like having a creep on their conversation. They're like, oh, shit takes out their metal cylinder or wand and casts a spell. Or... And abracadabras the shit out of that. Yeah, guy. he's like, get the fuck out of here. Roman candle. So wait a minute. The frog people see him and then do that? Or they just, they're talking amongst each other and like one of them mindlessly just takes one out of his pocket. He's like, yeah, dude. So like I was with this chicken <laughs> and then the thing goes off and then he just puts it back in his pocket. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. The way I read it was they aimed at the guy and intentionally like scared him away with. Okay. But yeah, I think it was like a defensive or offensive shooting of sparks. Okay, I'm with you. But either way, regardless, 
of how it went down, that's how all three versions of the story end. Don't you hate it when people say irregardless? Did I say that? No. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I've never really thought about it. Nobody knows who this man told or where he went after this. It's assumed that he was leaving town. It was like middle of the night and he was, I don't know, like trying to make it to the next town by morning to sell his encyclopedias or socks or whatever. One could only speculate. Yeah. But either way, this is where the legend starts. Oh. Right. The legend of the Loveland Frog. That's wild. Yeah. Or Loveland Frogman. I've seen that. The Loveland Frog. Yeah. You know they scream. Frogs, yeah. I know. That's crazy. I know. We actually, in Florida, the one time I didn't have the camera as well. Oh, shit. Yeah. We were trying to help um, old Frank out. Yeah, he, he was in our little back porch. Again, if you watch our video on our other YouTube <laughs> channel, you'll see the back porch. Um, Tiny thing. Yeah, but like he had managed to get in because, I don't know, there was holes in there or something. And we were trying to get him out. Anyway, so that was 1955. Okay. Nothing else was like widely reported until 1972. That doesn't mean that there were no more sightings. But the next thing that like made the papers was 1972. March 3rd, 1 a.m. Quote, local police officer Ray Shockey was driving on Riverside Drive near the Totes Boot Factory and the Little Miami River when an unidentified animal scurried across the road in front of his vehicle. The animal was fully illuminated in his vehicle's headlights and he described it as three to four feet long and about 50 to 75 pounds with leathery skin. He reported spotting the animal, quote, crouched like a frog, before it momentarily stood erect to climb over the guardrail and back down towards the river. Two weeks later, St. Patrick's Day, a second Loveland police officer, Mark Matthews, reported seeing an unidentified animal crouched along the side of the road in the same vicinity as Shockey's sighting. Matthews shot the animal, recovered the body, and put it in his trunk to show Officer Shockey. According to Matthews, it was a large iguana, around three or three and a half feet long. And he didn't immediately recognize it as an iguana because it was missing its tail. Mm. Matthews speculated that the iguana had been someone's pet that had either gotten loose or was released when it got too large. And according to Matthews, Shockey was shown the dead iguana and confirmed it was the animal that he had seen two weeks previously. Matthews recounted the incident to an author of a book about urban legends, but says the author omitted the part that confirmed that the creature was an iguana rather than a frogman. Ah, for shock factor. Yeah, the basically a lot of podcasts do it too. I mean, I've purposely left things out until like later on in the story Mm. to make like to build it up and then it'll all come crashing down. But this person left out like the most important fucking part. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. The legend was killed and it turned out to be just a big tailless iguana. Big fat iguana. (laughs) Big fat boy. And that's kind of it. So it was like, that's it. We caught him. End of story. Okay. But the first sighting said that there was three of these. Yeah. All sitting around in a circle, standing around in a circle, having a chat. So what happened to the rest of them? Like, I feel like maybe the police did this intentionally just to put a dampener on the whole story Mm. because locals were afraid to go on the bike trails and stuff like that. They were afraid to 
go down near the river and mm -hmm. kids from as what I could see from as far back as the 50s were literally warned not to go near the river because of the frogman. Mm. Like the frogman will get you. The story never died, though, and the legend grew over the years. Again, like I was saying, kids being warned not to go up down by the river. They were terrified the frogman was going to come out and get them in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. It was a good excuse, like, to tell the kids to keep them fucking in line and, like, get it, get back in by curfew or whatever. I wonder if they're related to, like, the reptilian race. I feel like no. No? I feel like the reptilians, if we're going go down this rabbit hole, I don't know that I've fully taken in this. I'm afraid of it, to be honest. But I feel like the reptilians are elite. Yeah. Super elite, like superior to human race, mm -hmm. according to David Bowie. And I feel like the frogmen, if they are real, they're living in the dirt by a river. I'm not saying they're equals. I'm just saying they're related. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe related. Maybe. This is all wild conjecture. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, well, because they're reptilians. I'm like, no, frogs and amphibian. Yeah. But I get what you're saying, though. Yeah. But I feel like it's two separate types of entity. Like, if we're believing in reptilians, they've come from another planet, right? Or yeah. the in interior of Earth is another theory, like the hollow oh, Earth theory. Uh, this is why I don't cover these things. There's just too fucking much. But anyway, so no, I feel like these are a separate thing altogether. What if they're, they used to be just frogs, but they were turned into sentient beings? by technology that the FBI had procured by aliens. And they just escaped the lab. We'll let you, the listener at home, decide. <laughs> anyway, the story Anything's never... Anything's possible. Anything is possible. That's what we're going for with this episode, apparently. <laughs> One can only speculate. That's the theme. <laughs> In August 2016... Mm -hmm. Sam Jacobs was out and about playing Pokemon Go, him Sick. and his girlfriend, when they came across something strange in their neighborhood. It actually wasn't in their neighborhood. It was down by the river. Was it a Squirtle? Quote, we saw a huge frog near the water, not in the game, in brackets, Pokemon Go. Uh. This was an actual giant frog, so not a Squirtle or something else. Bulbasaur. Yeah, I guess he is kind of frog-like, isn't he? I took a couple of pictures and a video because I'd never seen one that big. Then the thing stood up and walked on its hind legs. Whoa. Jacobs went on to say he realizes that some people will think he's crazy. But, quote, I swear on my grandmother's grave that this is the truth. Jacobs said. Boy loves his grandma. Yeah. I'm not sure whether it was a frogman or just a giant frog. Either way, I've never seen anything like it. And it was right where, well, right in the area where this guy reported it in the 50s. We should go look for it. We will. But Jacobs even managed to get some footage of what he saw. What, what, when did he see this? Like, during the day? No. It, well, I don't know how late it was, but it was dark. Mm. The footage is terrible. I will leave a link somewhere. Oh, he has a video? Yeah, I'm about to show you. What? But, like, when I say it's terrible, it's terrible. Oh, now, like, some locals have claimed that this was just high school kids messing around. But honestly, who knows? It do One can only speculate. To me, <laughs> it, yeah, to me, 
I feel like that's just the locals saying, ah, it's just a lot of bullshit. Yeah. Don't believe in that. But he plays with pocket monsters. Yeah, yeah. Call them, right? That's it's what Pokemon the devil. Is. That's what, what Pokemon means, right? Pocket monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in saying that, I actually did find a website from a local high school, and they made a pretty funny Loveland Frog witness encounter article mm-hmm. where they did dress up one of their boys, <laughs> and they went down. They took some interesting shots, like under bridges and stuff. But this guy is wearing like like a mascot frog hat yeah, yeah, like yeah. fluffy and stuff but i had a great time reading the article <laughs> it was like <laughs> fair play boys uh they even interviewed jim loveland i think was the frog's name in this and he explained that he just wants to keep his family legacy going you know he is descended from these great <laughs> frogmen from the 50s and they he's fought just, in the war yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I will show you this. Um, they were veterans, my family. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get the respect we deserve. <laughs> uh, That's funny. Let me see. Okay, so one thing I've learned through my research of cameras mm. is that you can take a much better picture in the dark than you can video. video. Mm. It gets just too compressed and muddy. But here, so this is a picture of what he found. Wow. Okay, of what they saw. Now the lights look a little bit too, or the the eyes look a little bit too well lit. Yeah, it looks like he's crouching. Yeah, like literally crouching in the water. That's so like on a rock, like a like the tiniest of rocks that you can't even see it. Yeah. Okay, you see this now. Uh huh. So literally, all eyes. you can see is the eyes and the reflection of the eyes, but you can kind of see the shape too. Yeah, bring the computer down. He moves a lot. The dude holding the camera. Or the frog. The frog. Yeah, well, it's like he caught him in the act of something. I don't know what. Dancing it looked like. Or like maybe he was just having a bath or something. Because he was just In the river. I mean, or maybe he was like in this And then he turned this way. And did this. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, it looks like he caught him in the middle of dancing. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe Maybe it was raining. You know, frogs like rain. Okay, that's all the information I could get on the Loveland Frog. Okay, I love doing these stories personally because they're small. They're well, no, 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 like they keep the dream alive of like you know X Files kind of something else is out there. Like I'm a huge Bigfoot believer or a Bigfoot wanter to believer. (laughs) Yeah, and so I love all these little (laughs) stories. But the only reason why I don't do them on the main episodes is because sometimes you just come up and you're like there's this much truth and this much story and you know it's just very hard for me to put that on the main weekly creep or sometimes it's just not enough story or that yeah sometimes it's literally just oh yeah went down the bio saw a bunny rabbit size of a man I've never seen no bunny rabbit that size before. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like. And there's like 20 people, but the story is the exact same. Yeah. So there's only so much we can like repeat. Yeah. It's just not fun for you guys. Well, yeah. for anybody. Yeah. Because it's like in John at three o'clock in the morning saw rabbit man. And on September 13, uh, Adam woke up at three o'clock in the morning and he saw a bunny rabbit. And then on October 26, you know, like. Yeah. And that's literally it. It's the same thing over and over again, and it's not fun. But doing this one, I did have a really good time. And 
there's a there's a whole long list of other ones that I do want to cover, but some of these videos might literally be five minutes long. Maybe we'll start doing it for TikTok or something. I don't know. Um, but hope you guys all enjoyed. My sources were, and a lot of these sources I took direct quotes from. So if you do want to find out more, go check them out. WLWT.com. Wikipedia has most of it, to be honest. Skeptoid.com. Fox19.com had the um, video, the picture. And Molar.org. That's the school if you want to go on and check it out. It's pretty fun. And yeah, there you guys go. Right so on. I'm going to edit this right now. And it should be out by midnight. Sick. Yeah. Thank you all for being Patreon members. We love you dearly. Yep. Patreon money really helps us out for putting things back into the studio. Like we're about to order a load of more stickers, which if you haven't given us your address already, reach out to us and we'll send it because I know like a handful of people didn't want to give the address online. Totally get it. But we'll send you a weekly creep postcard if you haven't already got it and the new stickers when they get here. Yeah. And yeah. Give us your address so we can follow you all. Yeah. Just show up when we get our camper van. Just be like, hey, can we have some water and use your toilet and shower? (laughs) All right, guys, that's it. Thank you. Can I use your loofah? (laughs) (laughs) Want to finish that sandwich? Can I use your toothbrush? (laughs) So gross. (laughs) All right. Thank you, everybody, for putting up with us. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.